He grew up in poverty and made a vow that if he couldn't make a better life for himself as an adult, then life must not be worth living. Hey, I'm Allie Domersant. This is a snapshot testimony from Pastor Simon from Evangelical Covenant Church of Hinsdale. So this vow that you made as a child, tell me about it. I grew up in a very poor neighborhood. And so early on, I always had the sense uh, of, of wanting more or different. And then uh, culture and media, I started to see this idea like, hey, maybe being rich and famous, you know, is the way to go. So that was the bar for me. I remember at age seven, sort of making a covenant with myself about that. Like, yeah. hey, if I didn't get out of the neighborhood and become like somebody special, by the time I'm 30, which sounded pretty old, yeah, then maybe life isn't really worth living. So as you move through life, you had your ups, you had your downs, you start approaching your 30th birthday, and you weren't quite rich and famous yet, right? I had a job in broadcasting. I was working at a local television station. I had a great uh, girlfriend. It was a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. I was getting promoted pretty quickly. I always dressed really nicely. And I remember getting ready for work one day and looking in the mirror. And then all of a sudden, I saw myself as a kid again. And and it was like that promise, right? Like, hey, you said you're going to be rich and famous. And I was doing okay, you know, but I certainly wasn't like rich or famous. Yeah. And just seeing his face again, like, oh, wait, maybe I'm getting stuck. Maybe I'm getting, you know, too off track here. Yeah. And, and that panicked me. I was probably about 28. And so 30 was, you know, coming up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to make some moves here. I really have to make some moves. So around this same time, a friend asks you a question that sort of rattles you a little bit and starts you on this quest spiritually. Tell me about that question. At the time, I was pretty much like a, a, a pretty informed atheist. I could argue a hundred ways why there's no God and Jesus is kind of dumb and churches for stupid people. And But there was this person I worked with and she was different. She was really a genuine person, very, you know, very like uh, joyful and peaceful. And the question she asked me over bean dip was, you know, we've been working together for years, but I don't feel like I really know you. Who is Simon for real? And that mm. question just really hit me right in my heart. Um, I ended up just confessing a bunch of stuff that I had been a part of at that time frame. Like I was so motivated in myself that I was very selfish, yeah. right? And so even the long-term relationship I had, I, I really wrecked her in a pretty significant way. Mm-hmm. And, and the weirdest part is I didn't really care because it was just all about me and all about life, yeah. you know, me getting rich and famous, right? So, so when she asked me that question, I just kind of spilled out. It was something along the lines of, I'm a terrible person. Like there's something broken inside of me that I can't seem to love people and I'm, and I'm very selfish. And I remember, actually, I think I actually started to cry, which is kind of weird. And, and then she, you know, why don't you come over for dinner and meet my husband? And she had two little kids. And so I went over her house and, and I just got to see Faith lived out in a way that I guess I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. It was very genuine, very sweet, very tender, the way they prayed for their kids, the way they seemed to lo- love each other. And they just let me into their home and basically adopted me as like their brother. So it was that relational witness along with, you know, bringing me to church sometimes and introducing me to their pastor who was real helpful at maybe, you know, hearing some of my questions. Yeah. Uh, But mostly I would say it was the Lord moving uh, towards me in that season. Okay. So then let's go to the eve of your 30, or this is the day of your 30th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. What happens? Then came that night and I was sitting uh, alone. It was 9.22 PM. I remember looking at the clock. 30th birthday. 30th birthday. Yeah. And, And that was the deadline, right? Rich or famous by 30. Otherwise you could end your own life. I really, it wasn't even about rich or famous. I was pretty broke in my heart mm-hmm. and busted. And I just confessed that before the Lord. And I said, look, you, you know who I am in, in private. You know who, what I've done in, in, in public. 
And and yet, if you have enough grace and love for that, then then I, I accept that. I mean, that's faith, right? Because I don't, how could you possibly forgive the multitude of things I've done? But somehow you do, and I, I have faith that you, you do. And then, you know, many people say they, they accepted, you know, Jesus as their Savior and your Lord. I, I really don't say that. I, I surrendered. I mean, yeah. I just put my hands up literally and said, I, I surrender to you then. If you have enough grace for me, then I accept it. I surrender it. And today I end my own life and I, I give it to you, wow. Jesus. I just surrender. Here you go. Take, take whatever scraps of this junk pile you want to use for your own glory and you can take it and use it however you want. You became a very rich man that day. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, and I mark that time every year. It's a it's a birthday, you know, physically, but more importantly, it's a, a rebirth day spiritually, and I celebrate it every year. I love this story from Pastor Simon. For more snapshot testimonies, be sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast platform. And if you'd like to share your own story, go to the website, snapshottestimony.org, and click on the link that says share your story. I'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Ali Domerson. 